Hello, athletes. I apologize for taking a bit of a break from podcasts and Rose Metal. The last few months have been a bit life-changing. But before I tell you everything about my life and get you up to date, I wanted to remind you that Rose Metal is a nonprofit. Our mission is to provide resources and support to current and former athletes. If you like a show of ours that you listen to, please share it because that will help support us and our mission. Another way you can support us is by checking out our shop at rosemetalfoundation.org. We have some merchandise there and all the profits go towards the mission. If you have a story to share about being an athlete, let us know and we'll have you be a guest on the podcast. Now we'll get into the episode. I have said in the past that I'm retired from playing softball and it was unlikely that I would go back. When I said those things, I was out of shape and my arm was hurting all the time. There also wasn't a team in Oklahoma yet. I was retired from playing on a team for five years. I did pitch while being a grad assistant in Oregon, so I didn't completely stop throwing when I retired competing. The last time I played on a team was in 2018. That year, I played my senior year of college at Tulsa and then played my rookie season in the NPF for the Shogun Eagles, which is the Chinese national team. I didn't feel like I did my best in my rookie season playing pro ball. I was throwing pretty slow and I was getting hit a lot. I still had a lot of strikeouts, but I could definitely do better. Once I went to Oregon, I lost the ability to throw underhand behind the net. That led me to losing my confidence in throwing anything less than full-out pitching, whether there's a net there or not. I also had the yips overhand, which has gotten worse and worse since I was a sophomore in college. I got completely in my head, and I decided I was no good at softball anymore. In my mind, since I was no good at softball, I was no good at all. And I know that sounds dramatic, but I really wrapped my identity around being a good softball player. I gave up hitting when I went to college. I got the overhand yips my sophomore year of college, and then it felt like I completely fell apart in grad school. The only thing I was able to do was throw full out. I didn't feel like I was valuable, and it made me frustrated. I'm sure I was valuable throwing at 43 feet, but I wanted to be better. I wanted to do more, but I couldn't. Even full out pitching, I didn't feel like I did very well. I was not able to train and practice like I did in college. The master's program I was in was no joke. My classes were not easy, and we had a lot of group work, which meant scheduling a lot of meetings. Being a GA filled up my schedule from the time I woke up until I went to bed every day. I was at the field helping with equipment, helping the coaches with scouting and practice and film and whatever else was needed. I was helping the director of operations with travel plans and game days. I was way too busy to be consistent with bullpens and workouts. I was really slow... I was throwing really slow, but at least I had my spin working. I felt insecure about my pitching, so I decided to let softball go completely. On top of not feeling confident in my abilities, I was physically in pain. I wasn't allowed to get treatment as a grad assistant because of liability, and I think that didn't help. But I really did have a lot of innings in 2018, so it's not all because of the time as a GA. I pitched a lot from the time I was 9 years old until 24 years old. My arm felt like it was on fire quite often, and it would go numb, especially in my sleep. I saw many doctors, physical therapists, chiropractors. I got an MRI done. I think I got a shot, too, but nothing really helped. Well, finally, one day earlier this year, I thought maybe my arm just needs a really deep massage. I bought a Graston and scraped my forearm and and bicep, so that's like a gua sha. I know it's not recommended to do that to yourself, but I have felt so much better since then. I wouldn't say it completely solved my tendonitis and tightness in there, but it sure did make a big difference. That pain used to affect my day-to-day life, and now it's way better. Speaking of physical problems, I was overweight. After college, I slowly gained weight and almost got to 300 pounds. Since then, I've lost 70 pounds. I not only lost weight, but I feel more in shape and athletic. 
I've lost weight before and it did not feel like how I do now. I have muscle and it's nice to feel strong. I enjoy working out and I'm not dying in team sprints. Well, as bad as I used to. I'm feeling good and that makes a huge difference in being an athlete. If I tried to pitch when I was almost 300 pounds, I would be too out of breath. I was starting to show that as a grad assistant when I was getting to the upper 200s and I was getting migraines and I had to stop to breathe way too often. I found that when I eat healthier, I don't get migraines. I found that when I lose weight, I feel better doing athletic things. Losing weight was the first step in considering coming out of retirement. When I found out there's a professional team in Oklahoma City, I was really excited. Not going to lie, I was kicking myself for being retired. I kind of planted it in the back of my mind that it would be so cool to play for this team. As I recognized the people involved with this team, I got even more FOMO. Amber Flores being the head coach was such an amazing thing to hear. Getting Kehlani Ricketts, Jocelyn Allo, and Lindsay Elam on the team, I knew this was going to be the real deal. I interviewed Chelsea Alexander on this podcast right when she signed, so I was really excited to see that she was joining the team. I kept seeing more and more amazing athletes signing to play, and I was really becoming a huge fan of this team. I was thinking of people I could interview for this podcast, and I reached out to Amber. I'm so glad I did, because after our first conversation on the phone, she had me thinking about playing again. One big reason I didn't want to play was to have the opportunity to one day get married and have kids. Well, there are multiple married women on this team and even a mom, so they're proving that you can do it. I thought to myself, I'm still young. I love the people on the Spark and coaching the team. Why don't I play again? If you haven't heard that episode with Amber Flores yet, go check it out. It's episode 59. At the time of recording that show, my co-host Riley Bayless was planning on attending the Spark tryout. She let me know the date of it, and I realized I'll be in town on that date for my brother's wedding. Last year, I sat in the stands with the parents and watched the Athletes Unlimited tryout. This year, I thought it would be cool to watch my friend Riley try out for the Spark. She did awesome last year, and it was fun watching her, so I wanted to watch again. After recording with Coach Flo, I told her that I happened to be in town the day of the tryout. My flights from San Diego were already booked. I asked if I could watch the tryout. She asked if I could help out and throw live. I warned her that it's been a while, and she said that's fine. The next day I started pitching, I had about three, maybe four weeks to get ready. Remember, it had been two years since the last time I threw, and almost five years since the last time I competed on a team. Here's how I got ready for the tryout. The first few times I threw, I spaced them out by a few days because I was bruising on my leg and my forearm. I threw long toss once or twice per week to try to get throws in and soreness out since I was on a timeline. Day one of pitching, the hardest fastball I could throw was 56 miles an hour. I threw a curve 61 miles an hour. When I started throwing, I wanted to at least be able to hit 66 miles an hour in a walkthrough by the time I was ready for the tryout. I wanted to be able to spin the ball and make it move since my velocity probably won't be at 100%. I manifested a good outing at the tryout by pitching to batters a couple times before leaving San Diego, not pushing too hard, but also not taking too much time between pitching days. There were some days I had to throw by myself to a net, which was so boring, but I'm glad I did it. I threw to two catchers when it fit into my lesson schedule. One was 12 years old and the other is 13. The week leading up to the tryout, I pitched five days, so I took an off day in the middle of the week and then an off day on travel day. The day of the tryout, I took an ice bath, and then I went to the hot tub. My manifesting worked because at the tryout, I was throwing upper 60s and doing very well. I didn't want to play this summer because I thought I wasn't going to be good enough. I proved myself wrong. 
After the tryout, I met with Amber and Spark owner Tina Floyd. That's when I realized I should come out of retirement. At first, I asked to play next season. I wanted time to become really good. But Coach Flores believed in me and that I could be great for a season this year. I didn't need to wait. I was doing F45 for training, but I decided that I needed to change the way I was training to become a pro. I started going to a personal trainer who was one of the F45 coaches. We started to really work on my strength. We started this about seven weeks ago. He made me a strength training program that I could work on for days that I didn't go into the personal training sessions. I was working out six days a week and trying to get cardio in at least twice per week. I was pitching three or four days a week. I found another 13-year-old that could catch me anytime, which was huge. Shout out to Piper Scott and her family for helping me pitch. She's doing independent studies, so we were able to throw outside of lesson times. That was huge for scheduling, and I felt like we got better practices in by doing them earlier in the days. One day at the facility when I was doing lessons, I saw a girl hitting that looked about college age. I asked her if I could throw live to her, and she said yes. It helped a lot to throw to her. We only got to do it a few times because of scheduling, but it was super helpful when we did it. She was there when I hit 70 for the first time in years. I got in touch with some athletes and limited players in the area and began throwing live to them once a week. We did that a few times before I left, and they gave me feedback, and it helped me so much. I have finally gained my confidence back in softball. I am throwing hard and seeing good spin. I still have a long way to go, but it's looking better than when I left it. I have felt way better about my overhand throw because I've been working on it on my own, and we throw a lot in practice. I even threw behind the net, and it was fine. The best way to feel better about something is to do something about it. I've been getting questions and confusion about why I'm back in Oklahoma. I'm going to answer your questions about that. There are only four teams in the WPF League right now. There are very few options of home bases for professional softball. Oklahoma has the Hall of Fame Stadium, and softball is huge in Oklahoma City, thanks to OU, OSU, and all of the Women's College World Series hosted there. I wanted to join the team in Oklahoma because I know this team is going to be supported greatly, and there's no doubt this team will be nasty good. I'm here for the summer to play for this badass team, then I will be back in San Diego after the season is over. I'm currently living with my parents in Edmond, Oklahoma, and loving that. It's great to be with family, hanging out with their dogs, using their pool and hot tub, and letting them feed me. I do really love San Diego, and I can't wait to be back. That's where I do my business, and if I could live anywhere in the world, it would be there. Now it's game day, and I'm so excited to say that I am now playing for the Oklahoma City Spark. I'm beyond excited for this opportunity, and I am so happy to have these teammates and be a part of something huge. This is the first year of this team and this league, and I'm excited to make history. Let's go, Spark!